In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors. Returning to the nature-loving Roti after burning down a forest, the associates are met by some highly motivated individuals. Motivated to do what, you may ask? Well, why are you asking? You listened to the last episode, right? The short of it is that Roti wants the Skinners gone, and will use anything they can to achieve this goal, including releasing a ravenous, genetically modified super predator into a crowd full of Skinners. Let's all free the Ganji Raptor. Y'all were coming up with a plan last time round that involved uh, some some new friends by way of uh, Tico, Violet, Klaus, Tidbit, and Rasta. So we had we had divvied out assignments. Um, does anyone remember what they were doing and and what other people are doing? Ooh, okay. So me and Rasta are going to hunt down. What's his name? Hold on. It was... Chacha Ibram. Abel is doing surveillance. With Klaus. I don't necessarily know if that means they're actually going to have, like, a sniper rifle of some sort, but I think that that might be something we need to figure out, because I think Saul might have to call in somebody, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, Tibbet. Wait, hold up. Okay, so... If that's the case, I, I must have miswrote written something down. Then Tico, Violet, and Saul are going to be mock stage people. Um, with Saul, yes, with you going in the yep. fighting ring, and then Tidbit is going to be sneaking around by themselves in the back. Well, Tidbit's job would be to release the raptor. Yeah, but that still involves sneaking in. 
to the back alone. Do we do we want to try to convince one of the three who's with Saul to go and do that? Well, there's two with you. Yeah, or sorry, two that are with me, concerning like Tico or Violet. I mean, I'd I'd like it better if one of the players went with Tidbit, but I, that's fine if if you wanted to divvy it out to NPCs. Wait, where's Tidbit going? To release the Raptor, the Ganji Raptor. I guess Abel can go do that. Okay. Um, un- slightly unhappily, but. We'll go do that. And we'll just have uh, Klaus on surveillance. Cool. Cool, cool. The plan is that. And are we heading out to do that right now? Or do people want uh, a little bit more uh, time to collect them things? I think the only things we necessarily need to collect are uh, just checking what the general weaponry of everybody is and then any sort of communication devices which i'm sure um uh what's her face probably has some form of communication devices mandy yes it's mandy well mandy's just gonna get you guys all synced up um on your agents on a private channel if that's fine okay as long as like is there any form of like headset or anything like that that we could possibly get like um most people have most people have uh head implanted agents so oh, that's true that it's not like either. a phone it's like you've got a tablet that you can you can view things on but you, you kind of have a a built-in built-in system intracochlear i believe it's called yeah cool yeah i'm down with that and do we need any high-powered weaponry because i don't I think at this location and with the available resources, I don't think Saul could even get high-powered weaponry if he wanted to, other than the shit we brought. If, is that a general question as Saul, or are you asking as Will? I think that's as Will, but I think I kind of know the answer from Saul. If he were to try to call in and get some, it would take a, probably too long. But like, I'm just asking if Saul needs to try to make that call. Or if Mandy can supply her people with weaponry that's suitable for the job, like a sniper rifle for Klaus. Um, something more than, like, pistols for everybody else. I was also wondering if I could have a wakizashi. You know, I don't I don't know that... So, Northside definitely has a gun store. Actually, it probably has several gun stores, because this is the kind of country. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, there are still a few animals out there that haven't been, uh, murdered already. So you need guns for that, obviously. Um, and, uh, you know, you got to protect your, your home and your family from, uh, psycho killers because your neighbors are like, you know, an acre or more away from you. So... If you went to if you went to a gun store, you might find a like a hunting rifle or something that could be outfitted with a scope. You will not find a uh, a Japanese samurai knife. Can I get a sawed-off shotgun? Yeah, we'll just get you like a fucking I don't know giant ass Bowie knife or something or machete. You could get a machete. Yeah. yeah, you could get a machete, but you're not gonna find or a kukri. You could find a kukri, but you're not gonna find a walkie. Okay, side note: What's a kukri? It's one of those curved, like, blade swords. Um, I, when I say blade sword, I mean it's for, like, cutting underbrush. 
It's a curved machete. Essentially. Like a scimitar? Nope. Uh, it's curved the you're opposite you're, way. It's cur- yeah, it curves the other way. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I think those are also referred to as harps. Yeah. I haven't heard of them referred to as, as that. I will sh- I will share a picture of a kukri. Okay. I think I'm... Can Abel get I mean, I'm... a sawed-off shotgun? Um, I thought you had one. I would love a kukri. Oh, I did get a shotgun. Yes. I did. You just have to saw it yourself. Mm, I won't saw it. I'll just keep it. Just as it is. But I'm going to get some more, um... I'm going to get more shot. Yeah, you can do that. Um, I mean, you guys all have enough money. Like, a, a rifle would... I would actually probably have you take, you know, depreciate from your from your money pool to purchase, but like, shot... Yeah, you can just buy that. I'm, I'm not going to track it. Okay, well, what if I wanted you a, have enough? You have enough money. A sexy bandolier to carry my shot. Do I have enough money to get that, too? Uh... Yeah, you might you might have to actually I might charge you for that just like in like pleather or I don't know whatever they'll allow me like maybe it's just crocheted crocheted bandolier. <laughs> That's probably uh probably not the most functional. Yeah, but I I don't know what Rody is going I obviously can't have a leather one. Right. I mean you could just have like a that they'd have probably like carbon fiber or but so much of that uses petroleum um, products. Yeah, and? which is horrible for the environment. We're better off going with just the leather. But and uh, and I feel like I feel like Rasta will just kind of like see your see your crisis and be like, there is no there is no environmental alternative. We are not manufacturers. We can only work with what we've got. Okay, fine. I'll take whatever whatever you have available. I was hoping it would be crocheted, but that's fine. What about, like, human leather? Oh, God. I mean, technically it's environmentally, you know, sustainable if we're taking it off the corpses of, like, our enemies, right? So I'm not. Absolutely not. You do whatever you want. Uh, that's, a, that's a question for the... All right, look, I just universe. did a fuck with you, eh? It's good. No, no, I mean, you can get that. You just have to talk to a ripper. Oh, like, I, I definitely know I could if I wanted to. I know a guy back in the city, but... um, I hate all of this. <sighs> but no, I was just doing it to fuck with A. Kind of got that, like, you know, sibling thing going on. Sibling yeah, it's, vibe. It's gross. Yeah, I know. It's all gross. right, well, um, hey, uh, Klaus, do you think you're going to need a high-powered weapon, or... Like a sniper rifle or, or anything like that, or are you good with what you whatever you got? Which I don't know what you got. So well, I was just carrying light so that I could keep uh, a low profile, but it wouldn't be bad choice to have gun, big gun. I mean, if we need to, we can go. I, we can go get you a hunting rifle, and I know for a fact I can at least like I can we can put a scope on it and then I can probably give me like an hour or two work with the firing pin and the mechanism to see if I can't, you know, make it fire up a little bit quicker. This is acceptable. Okay. Yeah. Then I guess I'll go to, uh, with everybody to the gun store and also while they're buying ammunition, he'll look for like a s- suitable hunting rifle. Yeah. You can get one for like 400. Okay. 
And with a scope, or is that the scope is going to be like another hundred? Yeah, the scope's going to be another hundred. That's fine. I mean, if you if you flash your, I'll say this: if you flash your Militech, uh, like sales ID, you'll get like a twenty percent discount. Saul wouldn't. So it'll be only eighty. Saul would normally do that, but knowing that you know the company that he's with, and also uh, they might be tracking that he's he's not going to do that so he'll just pay the what, what do we say 500 straight yeah okay and you can just give me a jerry rig roll whenever okay give me just one moment you guys are in this gun store it's uh it's very like um smoky as in every like half the people in here are smoking some sort of uh tobacco product or marijuana product or um like meth it's a pretty big jump yeah like it the, the, listen the war on drugs was lost a long time ago I feel not that's fair alright um Saul rolled a 4 so plus 10 is 14 so middling eh yeah yeah it's it's not a familiar model for you so um you kind of have to like cut material away from the rifle Mm -hmm. um it just basically you're just lightening the trigger okay so that he can fire just you know a little bit faster okay so just be careful this like it'll fire faster but it's now it might be a little less accurate so just slow shot if need be okay farewell is this bad time to say that i've never used a uh, a rifle to to shoot a human. Have you ever used a rifle to shoot at anything? Uh, cans in my backyard. They're just cans full of meat. Okay. Yeah, just if I mean, and only use it honestly if um if we call you and say that we need you to. I I'm sure it would be an emergency. So. Oh, if only my pop could see me now. Yeah, I know he'd be so so happy from. I don't, I don't know where you came from. New, I don't know. Uh, New Berlin. Oh, New Berlin. I, your accent definitely gave off a, um, uh, what is it called? New Argentina vibe. My name is Klaus. <laughs> yeah, but Argentina has a, a large German, had a large German population. I don't know what happened after the great tectonic fissure. They moved back. Okay. Well, whatever. Okay. Um, you see just Rasta's like uh saddling up a couple of um he's he's got a gun belt now or like the suspenders and he's just popped a couple of Uzis in there. Best come packing as he says to, to Soifang G. Cool. Okay, so we're gonna use these. Oh I'm gonna use these. I assume you're gonna take care of yourself. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I just you know I never mind, like, I back up Uzi if I'm in a pinch, you know. So, just wanted to ask. Well, I'll certainly, I would... I'll certainly toss you one in the heat of battle, but I'm just saying for for right now, these I'm claiming these. 
Thank you. I'm also going to put you. them on my credit card, so, you know. Oh, cool. They're mine. Okay. Of course. Of course they're yours. And you'll probably need them more than I will, but, you know, just in case you need a knife or my handgun in the heat of the moment, I got you too. You know, just establishing that 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 partner's connection, you know. We got this. Okay. Cool. And he just kind of walks off to try on, uh, like, um, camo caps. And after a couple minutes, he decides against it. Don't want to, don't want to mess up the dreadlocks. Oh, I mean, you might want to put them up in something, Rasta. You don't want to get them caught in a door or anything if you're trying to make an escape. No, that's not a compromise I can make. Okay, well... Just be wary of closing doors when you're writing. Always am. Uh, Tidbit is um, just looking at, uh, like, basically, like, small, single-shot, like, handguns. And uh, they've loaded up on a couple, like, one for each wrist and a backup one on their uh, thigh. Uh, I, I just have, like, shotgun. Do you think I need to get a little bit more for this thing in case you know I feel like you guys are probably tidbit just shrugs at you uh, do you know much about this whole critter situation going on um they're gonna like pull open their bag uh and they've got just like spools of wire and wire cutters and um like half a dozen people's tablets that you've you suspect were probably pulled out of pockets and uh and they 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 just kind of giving give you like a knowing nod like this is what i'm about okay 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 so you got um you're pretty shifty good sleight of hand and they they kind of like sh- uh nod enthusiastically nice okay all right what about uh picking locks are you good at that pull out a pull out like a little uh roll up um pouch and lay it out on the table uh, and you see like all manner of like little tools and lock picks and uh, things of that nature um, like short a, a system that just like shorts out electric doors dope alright well I'll obviously leave that stuff to your uh, purview tidbit but uh, I mean I'm pretty good at it, telling if people have been anywhere recently and identifying where they're going I can probably talk us out of a, a rough situation. So, if you're cool with that, they nod. Do you do any uh, tip? I can lip read a little bit. Uh, they start speaking uh, like rapid. It, it's probably Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't lip read that. Sorry about that, but <laughs> they they kind of uh, giggle and uh, and shrug. Okay. Well, over on the other side of the room, uh, Violet and Tico are piling on um, like different pieces of of clothing, uh, various like straps and um, like black clothing with spikes on it uh, into Seagull's arms. Uh, and they're like, oh, you'll need this. No, 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 no. Go, go with this look. Wait. Listen, we got it. We're, we're your stage. We're your stage uh, people. We're gonna make you look 
like you belong and like you're a prize fighter. Uh, this this whole kind of dungaree uh, rock and roll vibe isn't working for this. I mean, I, I understand that, but like, what what am I supposed to do? Like, do they do like traditional style where it's like they go in with shorts and like gloves on or some shit, or like they wear what what's the outfit? Well, all of the Skinners dress in kind of like hunter style clothes. You'll see lots of um, lots of military or military surplus outfits, um, but. The fighters tend to wear flashy, gaudy stuff. It help them. It help them stand out, uh, get the crowd on their side. Okay. Oof. Oh, it's gonna be weird. Um, so I'll just have Sufanji do your and makeup. And looks at like some of the weird, flashy shit they're showing to him. He wonders if like if maybe his old body would have been better for this, considering that it was like scarred up and covered in fucking burn scars and like couple bullet bullet wounds if he would have been yeah. more intimidating that way but he's just kind of like shakes it out of his head and looks around for claudia a little bit uh, claudia is is over um like floating around uh these like trench coats that are various kind of uh designs and fashions um and tico's over there like looking for an outfit for her um that has like she's settling on like a um kind of like black and white uh striped like pattern design um trench coat with like pink fur around the uh the neck uh and and claudia kind of just like gives a like a disdainful look and she's like i don't like this lady's style at all so we'll kind of like nod along but like yeah it's not here Oh, what about something like this? And Saul will kind of like walk over and find the most like Ziggy Stardust looking kind of unitard that's covered in just like, you know, shiny sequins and also mostly like shiny and silver. And he'll look at it and be like, that, I mean, that kind of fits my aesthetic. Uh, Violet uh, is like trying on shades and she looks over and she's like, I guess, but you'll need a wig. Wait, should I? I mean, won't it just come off while I'm fighting? Wouldn't it be better just to, like, shave my head? (sighs) Honey, have you ever worn a wig? No, no, I've never had to. Uh, Tico comes behind you with, like, this big green, um, kind of, like, long, uh, mullet wig, Mm. and just puts it on you and you feel it like suction to your head um well that's and then weird. there's kind of like a there's kind of like a, a color flourish as the uh as the like luminescent hair starts to glow various colors uh and she's just like that works <laughs> red uh could i get some like face makeup done too oh hell yes Solid. violet pulls out her makeup kit and uh, starts giving you, like, very heavy eyeshadow. Oh, yeah, a couple of lightning bolts, too. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, with that, make me an attractiveness roll. <laughs> All right, dope. Do-do-do. Or wardrobe and style, whatever it is. It is a 13 flat. Um, it's a 15. 
It's a 15? Yeah. Uh, Violet's Violet's makeup skills are quite good. Dope. And uh, she... She ma- she makes up for your for your failings uh, a little bit, covers up some like bad uh, bad looking like skin and just gets a really tip top. Call me like the Outlander man, or the ooh extraterrestrial. That one's better. Outlander seems a little too rugged for your style. Uh, yeah. Okay. But sure. If you're going to be the extraterrestrial, though, you need these glasses. And she hands you, like, these, like, bulbous, uh, black, sleek glasses. Uh, am I supposed to fight with these things on my face? Ugh, you are so hard to shop for. And she puts them on your your eyes, and now there's like a, there's, like, a technical readout. This is a gun store, remember? Oh, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Just not used to it, is all. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm down. Nice. Do they come in green? I <laughs> don't think so. Damn. All right, yeah, whatever. I'll roll with it. Cool. All right. Everybody got their shit? Um, <clears throat> Seraphim G comes walking over to Saul, wielding two kukris, swinging them as she places them in a holsters on her thighs. Yo, whoa, whoa, she whoa, whoa. whoa. Watch, watch where you're swinging those fucking things, man. Oh, um, oh, shit. Sorry, I'm just practicing. I'm a little rusty, but I feel like I'll need them. Good on, good on you. I, I, I assume you'll need them for cutting down grass and other camping things, right? So I'll say it loud enough so that, like, um, any clerics, any clerics, any, you know, shopping clerics for the store who are, like, watching everybody just are like, yeah. Okay. You you look over and you see that you see the shop clerk taking a a big draw from his uh crap crack pipe, <laughs> and you think that he probably <laughs> might not mind. And then Sorfungi says, "If he called tiger hunting camping, then sure." <laughs> and yo, those are fucking endangered though, man. That's not whatever. Yeah, sure, we're hunting tigers. <sighs> They're actually like super endangered though. There's only like three left. They, they, they like made an effort to conserve them uh, like a hundred years ago and genetically like bred a new species. Yeah, but those aren't real tigers. And then they found out that the private parts could be ground up for even better aphrodisiac. And since then, they've become super endangered. Yeah, there's yes, only like I'm hunting. Uh, yeah, okay. So we're hunting for tiger balls. Cool. You never know when you'll need them. Oh, my fucking. You know, tis the season. God, just do what that guy's doing. He's got a fucking crack pipe. It's it's better for the environment. Probably not as good for you, but still, whatever. We're, we're okay. Let's let's go. He breathes. It. He he like huffs a, a a big cloud in your face, and he's like, ha, "I killed a tiger just last week." <laughs> Man, I'm not even fucking judging you. I'm just saying, okay, you guys are assholes. I'm fucking out. It's all well then. Sorry embody like the fucking just the level of sass and stardom and just walk the fuck out of the store wearing everything <laughs> sofa g walks after saw cracking up <laughs> i do want to mention too that like the the unitard goes all the way down and it is connected to like three to four inch tall like glimmering shiny disco boots so oh uh yeah i mean i wouldn't have guessed anything else fuck, but yes fucking straight turn oh, just okay. Out. And then Sarfungi turns Saul around and says, 
Gestalt takes the chest on his unitard, rips it, and goes, chest out. Whoa, whoa. And thumbs up. Uh, I mean, okay, cool. Tico comes up to you wearing that same gaudy uh, trench coat she was looking at in the store, and she's just like, oh, no, she's right. That works. Nice. I like it. I like it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We can, we can roll with that. Claudia just kind of gives you a, like, a slow nod of disapproval. Saul will just give, like, a like shrug look over his shoulder, up in space, kind of, like, just doing it to nobody other than Claudia, which he can see in the distance, and just be like, I don't fucking know what's going on. I'm going to go fight something, and I don't know. Well, we'll see. So you, you roadie folks, you guys lead the way. I guess we'll just, we'll follow you in our vehicle and then we'll, when we're, I don't know, maybe like half a mile, quarter mile out, switch around so everything looks kosher. Yeah. Um, uh, Klaus, Klaus is like, I've got the keys. And he runs over to um, a like really souped up uh, like off-road Jeep. And he's just like, I know, it's gaudy, but it's my dad's. I thought they stopped, you know, making Jeeps after the last Ford Wars. Oh, well, this is a Humvee 4, but I get what you're saying, yes. It does look quite a bit like a Jeep. Well, I guess I was just confused there. Anyway, the, it's it's so dreadful for the environment. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I would have thought you wanted, you know, something a little less crazy. But well, they told me to bring something loud and dangerous looking and my my little cute smart car would not do. That makes sense. Let's um let's let's get going. Yeah, you're talking about that smart car like kinda of sexually, it's off putting. Alright. <coughs> I talk about everything sexually, honey. Saul's so gonna just promptly walk into the you know, truck that associates brought and just sit behind the wheel and just think about life choices did you want any of the uh any of the roadie folks in this truck with you probably one that's just can speak to us and also has a good um i don't know directional skills anything like that okay rasta will come with you okay cool so it's gonna be yeah klaus Klaus and uh, and the girls and uh, Tidbit are all piling into this Jeep, and they're going to, like, loudly blast, uh, like, the newest pop hits. Um, and, and Tidbit just kind of gives you, like, this, like, <laughs> so sad look. Um, uh, but they, they start to drive away, uh, and Rasta hops into the back seat, um, like, after unloading his, his weaponry into, like, the tackle box you guys have in the back um it's just like so this is a quaint vehicle yeah you know it's just what we need to get out here and do what we need to that's about it 
No, I'm not judging. I'm not as uh, I'm not as uptight as Klaus and some of the others. Cool. I appreciate it because you know it's it's good to know like where our limits are because I we try our best, but like honestly, we're from the city, so this is just a rented vehicle. We usually don't, you know, drive. Yeah, we usually don't use anything this this hefty. Hey, I'm uh, I'm all about that. I ride my bike when I can. Cool. It's real cool. Alright, so you just keep an eye on, on where they're going. Tell us, you know, are there any spots you know of that we might have a better spot, like pulling off, hiding off, stashing away our vehicles, and getting into teams? Because I'm feeling like what will probably happen is I and at least Violet will probably go in first and, you know, do our stage presenting thing. And then when the time gets closer, you guys can probably all filter in, except for Klaus. Yeah, so I'm the I'm the one who's who provided the intel for um for Mandy for this job. I've been to this fight arena half a dozen times. I hate it there, but it is what it is. I blend in better than some of our group. Um anyway, there's a there's a ridge uh about a quarter mile out that would probably be a good spot for us to pull off maybe even a good spot for Klaus to uh, be our eyes in the sky when we get there though there's good it's kind of a weird think carnival camp with a giant thunderdome in the middle Um, they've got you know stadium seating or rather bleachers that uh, people sit in that surrounds this big cage and then around the outside you've got concessions betting booths a few people come to sell odds and ends and there's other smaller activities arm wrestling competitions are sometimes held Um, they'll do drinking contests so it's just a place for the it's a place for the skinners to go and unwind and cut loose. But Chacha will have guards there. Probably about ten. If if that's the case and you know everybody's drunk and whatnot, do you think it'll be a good idea to cause a little mayhem uh in the interim while the the Ganji Raptor's doing its business, like maybe a couple fighters just start randomly? Or do you think that's too, you know, conspicuous? Hey, I mean, I can work, I can work up some of the people. I think Soifanji and I can do that while we're keeping an eye out for Chacha. Um, you're going to be busy. Yeah. Well, hey, you you know the most intel, right? So, like, what is um, what 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 person would I most likely be fighting tonight, or? thing i guess because sometimes they're creatures they they usually start newbies out on giggle pigs what the fuck are those they uh the people at biotechnica found a way to breed hyenas and boars uh so they've got sizable tusks uh and a vicious bite as well as like pretty coarse skin hard to cut through you'll have uh you'll have a good time fighting them i guess i mean they're 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 tough, but they're not indestructible. 
I just stay away from their mouths. Do we do everything by hand or like are we given knives or anything like that? No, you're allowed to bring in a couple of weapons. Uh, it depends on the night. Okay. Well, whatever. I guess I'll I'll go with that then. Cool. Thanks for the the input. So, like, how big is this kanji raptor thing? I have not seen it up close. Um, I've seen the tail of it as it was leaving the arena. Um, it left quite a mess. Is it like for them to clean? Can up. it like smell? Or do, do you have any idea of what hunting style it has? I really don't want to get eaten. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I'd. I just trust the the pheromones that uh, that Mandy gave us. That's all we can do, really. I mean, it's it's a big, it's a big deadly thing. And so, are and, these pheromones um, attracting it or getting rid of it, or what's the what's the pheromones again? They uh they they should send off a scent that that we are um, uh, rival males, and the Ganji Raptor should ignore us. That doesn't. How does Mandy know this is a male? <laughs> There's only there's only ever been one Ganji Raptor, and he is a he. So we don't necessarily know that it dislikes rival males. Well, there the database that she hacked at Biotechnica, um, kind of went into a lot of the specifics of its behavior. Mm. Okay. They studied this thing extensively before they wanted to do, quote unquote, battle tests. The whole thing's a, a big. A big gamble, but the the hope is they pin it off on the on the um, Skinners. If it gets out of hand, it was their fault to begin with. If not, they start mass producing them to market them to the. Um, probably they'll keep a lot of them for themselves, just in case another corporate war breaks out. But the rest, I imagine, to private armies, um, special interest groups, anyone that that's. Paying top dollar. So this thing is like trainable. Yeah. Okay. We need to find the trainer first. That would probably be a good idea. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not in the mood to get eaten today. Just not my thing. Not feeling it. Hey, I don't ever wake up thinking I want to be eaten today. So I'm right there with mm, you. I mean, that's another conversation. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna just sit back and contemplate my life for a little bit, if you don't mind. Because the car is full, uh, Claudia is sitting um, kind of on the console between the front seats. Um, she doesn't like occupying the same space as other people. Mm -hmm. And um, she kind of like reaches her, her like ghostly hand out to, I assume you're driving. Yeah. Uh, reaches her ghostly hand out to like you, your hand on the clutch. Uh, and she's just like, this... Um, this plan sounds half-baked ba half and uh, super dangerous, and I don't really like the idea of giggle pigs. Um, are you sure about this? Saul's so just going to like kind of shake his head, no. And he's going to say, I, you know, <clears throat> when, when uh, I guess, Sofungi is talking to... Um, Rasta about something, or rather Abel was, he will just, like, interject quietly like, yep, I agree. Um, yes, I'll just not think this is a, a well-baked plan, and 
he's kind of trying to to uh show that off with his face at least yeah uh she's just like this is gonna sound insensitive if there's a point at which you're afraid you might not make it can we run because i i don't want to like stop existing and and i don't want you to stop existing either um I'll, and i i know that sounds callous and and i'm i'll i'm sorry about your friends but you need to you need to survive so i will just say uh, I, I guess I'll wait for a moment when, like, um, I don't know, everybody's talking about, like, their positions in the plan and everything going, and Saul's so just say, I'll do my best. I mean, And then yeah. she, she pulls her hand away and just kind of stares out the front, front window. I, I think at this moment, if anybody was looking relatively closely, which probably would be, um, I guess... Abel, because Abel, you're probably riding up front, right? Yeah, I guess to kind of keep an eye out. You, yeah, because I, I mean, I'm just going off of the seating arrangements we had, like coming up. I feel like uh, if Abel was wanting to look, um, she would definitely see that Saul has like a look on his face of like half of it is just like I don't really want to do this, and the other half is like. This is fucking dumb. <laughs> so, I guess very similar looks, but mm. a little bit of consternation, I guess. I think it also makes sense that Abel, Abel would be sitting up front with you because if sh- if anyone's going to hear you talking to yourself, it should be somebody who already knows what's up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, and Abel's kind of going to shoot you like a, a commiserating look, but just kind of shrug. And shoot her eyes left and right. That's fair. I, th- I think while we might not be communicating, we're probably both on the same wavelength. So, uh, so you need a potty break before your big debut? Yeah, you know what? That would probably be a good idea. Um, when we when we pull over, uh, why don't we just take a quick, like, ten to, you know, everybody settled nerves and whatever. Take, you know, last, last smoke break before the, the big show, as yeah, it were. You don't want to show yourself in public. Oh yeah, you know I, I feel like shitting yourself Again. in the in the fighting ring is probably a very bad idea. Yeah, no, thanks thanks for reminding me. You know, I, it's always that, that's a that's a, a a moment I always want to relive constantly forever in my I've mind. I've got your best interest in mind. I don't know what you want. You know, a that's that's uh that's why why you're you know the best of all of us. I don't know about that. I just haven't shit myself in public. Uh, I don't even know if Sufanji. Sufanji chimes in. Also, expelling that extra weight will keep you even more nimble, increasing your chances of survival. That is a good point. Oh wow! I didn't know you could fucking do like you know odds of survivability now. Shit, that would been cool if we knew that a while back, huh? Hey, Sufanji, what are our odds? <laughs> um. Well, I would say. In honesty, probably uh, 50-50. Um, I say that just because there are things that we can control, but there are also things that we can't. And the things that we can't control, you know, 
or just kind of subject to them. So I think Seagull, as long as you keep a sharp mind, um, be conscious of your whereabouts, everything that's around you, don't get caught in a corner, and don't allow yourself to be backed into a corner, and you should make it out unscathed. Also, uh, trust the responses of your associates who is in their best interest and sakes to keep you alive. As Sarfonji looks around. And I think things will go smoothly. Oh, no. I, I definitely appreciate the input because I think that's some very sage advice. I do wish that the, you know, I don't know, odds of my survival were a little bit higher and the programming was like a little bit sharper, but it's all good. It's okay. I won't, I just won't think about it. I mean, if it helps, mine are probably lower. I mean, I'm single-handedly infiltrating to not sing- find a man with, ti- with tiger claws, with kukris. You're not so. single-handedly, whatever. Whatever. It, it's okay. It's okay. I Everything's going to be A-O-K. Yeah, and I'm just releasing well, a wild beast that may or may not want to kill me as I smell like a rival male. I think this is one of the few times that like everybody can see that Saul is 10-100% like, exuding able vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rasta's gonna just take a big fucking fat hit of uh, a joint he's got and just like <sighs> you guys are really fucking harsh, man. Anyone want some? Maybe before I go in the ring. It'll, ca- it'll calm your nerves. Maybe before I go in the ring. Uh, you're going to want to hit it early. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't want to do that while we're driving. I feel like that's probably a bad idea. But maybe before the ring. Who are you? And uh, what did you do with Saul? Abel's just going to wink at him. Rasta just gonna, is going to like offer it to Abel? No, no, I'm good. I don't do that shit. So if I'm G? I'm good. All right, your loss. <sighs> that's good shit. I don't, I don't really have the same nerves. So it won't really affect me the same way. I probably won't feel anything. Oh, if you feel anything, you'll feel it from this. I prefer to keep a clear head before a mission, but thank you. Hey, it's your Game Master over here, Gavin. This is the part where I ask each of you to send us just a little bit of support. You can follow us on Twitter at Roll Warriors and send us a tweet or two. We'd be happy to hear from you. Secondly... We have a Patreon page if you have a little bit of extra money you want to share with us. It's only $5 a month to become an esteemed member like Billy Young, Daniel Sittler, and James Beatty. This membership includes bonus episodes that you get to suggest. Say, for example, you want to hear us roleplay the exciting conclusion to Firefly. We'll do it. Actually, that one sounds hard and possibly litigious, but I'd try it for you, my patrons. Just go to patreon.com slash roll underscore warriors to join the party. In case you haven't heard, we have a website, so you can get all the juicy deets on the cast and the characters. You can check it out at rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. That's basically it for ads, unless you want to at me, Red Vines. Catch you guys in the next one. Alright, so you guys pull up to the ridge, uh, and you see the... um, Klaus is is uh, sitting on the hood of the car, uh, making uh, jokes about his overbearing dad um, to 
Tico and Violet who are sharing uh, similar stories of, of uh, parental um, snafus. Uh, Tidbit is uh, working on like a a wiring thing. Just kind of, uh, it, it's it's more of a nervous tick than anything else. They just kind of like tw- coil wire. Yeah, Abel's just gonna like lean over, watch Tidbit fiddle. Just as a, like, just kind of watch tidbit fidget. Tidbit, fidget just kind of picking up on uh, their mannerisms and uh, like logging. Okay, this is what this person looks like when they're nervous, kind of thing. And and you catch. Uh, well, actually, give me a give me a roll. Um, human perception. Uh, Twenty two. So uh, it's more than just. You can tell there's there's something deeper. It's more than just a nervous tick. Um, it might be. It might be like that tidbit is just kind of uncomfortable with uh you know social situations especially um involving like these three loudmouths and uh they're just kind of like this helps them kind of you know escape to their own little world uh can i kind of use that role to scope out the rest of rest of the truck like i'm just gonna stretch and kind of turn around and look at everybody else and get a little bit of a bead on yeah uh violet and tico seem completely relaxed uh you just you kind of get the sense that they're before that before they were roadie or even during their time at roadie uh they've kind of been more accustomed to you know going in under fire um so there might be some history there uh klaus is either oblivious to the fact that there that you are you might be going into a dangerous pot potentially fatal situation mm-hmm. um or there's or he's so distracted by um like appearing you know um overly macho or just it there there's something there that's like he, he, he's got bigger concerns and and it's weird that it's not it's not oh we might die is he trying to like show off for somebody in the truck then nope doesn't seem to be maybe it's just like maybe it's just like a general like social approval mm-hmm. kind of thing and then you know i mean you can just ask the other players how they're feeling uh ross is feeling fine he's He's deep in he's deep in his spliff. Okay. Yeah, I'm just mainly just trying to get a, a good read on people without sort of without them knowing that I'm trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, Saul, you get done peeing um, from like behind a bush. Well, he's going to walk about a little bit further, and uh, as he comes out from behind the bush, he'll try to catch like Abel's eye and like head nod over out into the bush a little bit and then he'll go and wait for her and soy fungi if abel grabs soy fungi and actually pull out the pack of like electro cigs that he got off of popper and light up a couple <clears throat> soy fungi takes a drag i don't know about you guys but this sounds like a really fucking dumb idea um and one death is enough for me and I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting kind of, um, I mean, you guys weren't there when (laughs) you guys weren't there when Popper and, uh, everybody else kind of came in and, uh, 
decide to totally murder most of the um, Militech guys and try to blackmail me into fucking serving them for a while. Um, Wait, but what? No, we talked about this. We talked about it yeah. on the car ride up. Okay. Um, but I'm getting some pretty major that those vibes right now. Um, this plan sounds dumb as shit, and I think there's a high chance that we could all die, and I'd prefer not that. And I, I totally understand um, how Mandy's important to you, Abel. But personally, I think tonight, if shit goes downhill and we are left high and dry, we should just fucking book it. We've done what we can, and I think if we cause as much mayhem as possible and we get out of here, then we either try to destroy the um, Skinners alone or we just bail. I I, I don't think this is going to go to the way that we want it to. Um, just seeing the track record of like kind of things that we've done so far. And I, I don't know. I, I don't really feel like dying again. I think I'm, I'm good without that. If that's understandable. I do understand your concerns. Um, what if we tweaked it? Like how so? Like, uh, for example, how about instead of able, instead of waiting for some possibly, carnivorous end um you kind of just like release it and leave and like walk away and just let it run amok then in the chaos uh we just you know kind of book it and then like everyone else can fend for themselves is that too cold no guys i I can't i can't express enough how much i absolutely don't want to let that raptor thingy out of its cage oh Okay. Um, Claudia is going to, uh, like, kind of hover over your shoulder, Saul, and, and say, I don't think you should do this at all. Claudia. You need to just go. Claudia agrees and says we should just get out of here. Okay, how about this? If we're wanting to bail, we bail right now. Or we, we stage some sort of death scene so that everybody thinks we died and we. Sahara sends somebody to track us down. All they find is, oh yeah, these three drifters got eaten up by fucking piglets in the woods. When they come to try to collect our our chips, they won't find any bodies. Maybe they come looking for us. Maybe they assume it's it's a dead end of an experiment. But we get a little bit of silence to do our own work. I'm okay with that. I'm just concerned that they'll be able to track us with these chips. I think we could also make it seem a little bit more realistic if we do at least go through with part of the plan. And I don't know. I, I feel like this is going to be the last big plan I want to do. Um, just because... Uh, yeah, I, I think we're getting really close to finding out everything we need to personally, and I, I don't think we should be accepting these types of jobs from uh, from Sahara. Well, it's not like we volunteered for it. I know. but Yeah, do we really well, have a choice? I, I think we're getting close. I think we're getting close to being able to get these fucking things out of our heads. 
without Sahara. Saul, mm-hmm. you get a phone call. Okay. Um, I, 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 give, give me just a minute. I'm, I'm getting a call. So I'll just like kind of walk off a little bit. Abel is Smoke. actually going to dip into a bush and pee. Yes. You get a phone call, and when you answer, when you look at your agent, uh, you see that the well. What have you? What is? What is Popper's contact saved as? Uh, that would be boss person, uh, or scary boss person. And instead of like the normal um, X Files type ringtone, it's like boss music from fucking uh, Dark Souls. Okay. So yeah. So yes, you get you get this this spooky ringtone, and uh, on on your uh, appearing on your agent. Oh, fuck! Oh shit! Um, all right, guys, give me just a minute. I'll I'll be back, and Saul will slink off somewhere away from everyone and just pick up his phone or his agent rather. Hey, this is James. Uh, James, I'm yeah. glad you picked up when I called. Some of my underlings don't, and it's, well, it's quite frustrating. So, um, I'm just going to first, I'm going to come right out and say, uh, the Janatis, we had to sacrifice a lot to get this intel. So, you're going to owe us a big order next time around. I will, I, I appreciate it, and I'll recompensate you for however I can. All right. So, you asked me to look into a couple of different companies to see who's de- who's doing what with humans. Yep. And, uh, well, here's what I found out. So, way back, about 150 years ago, uh, Biotechnica, still called Biocorp at this point, it was before their merger, um, they were doing experiments on expanding the human lifespan. Uh, there were two scientists that led that project, um, a Libby and a Raul Ortega. Um, apparently, there was some sort of schism within the company, and the two scientists uh, mysteriously died in a car accident. Uh, company company blamed, you know, it just on a on a freak accident, um, and that's what the cop report said. Uh, but there was there was cir- circulating rumors that it it was not accidental. The, the the thinking on the matter is that they had some sort of breakthrough that they were going to cut the company out of. And, um, well, I used to do this in, in my line of work. Uh, that tends not to go over well. Fast forward to 24 years ago, um, Sahara begins testing a similar hypothesis. Uh there are a few notes that were published in a public journal of medicine um, by a, uh, Dr. White that hinted some sort of breakthrough, uh, but the trail goes goes cold after this somehow. Um, I'm thinking White probably got a scolding 
for revealing company secrets and got slapped with an NDA. What I can't figure out is what the correlation between these two events is. Why, why after, you know, over a hundred years, Sahara picked up the research of BioCorp and started working on this project again. I think so that that's, also... That's, go ahead, sorry. I, I was just going to say that also brings up a, another good question. Why did BioCorp stop? I, I mean, I understand that maybe these two scientists were trying to walk with the information, but wouldn't they have backup information? Wouldn't they have other... That's... I, I really appreciate this popper because this brings up a lot of questions that I think I, I need to look into getting answered. Right. Um, I'm going to issue you a, a warning as well, James. Um, yep. I wouldn't go messing with Sahara. Uh, there's another project that they meant that uh, Dr. White mentioned in this journal, um, something called Cerebrum. And, uh, it seems more like a forced compliance type project. Uh, that is concerning. Um, I'll, I'll give you it to you straight, Popper. Um, I've worked for Militech for a while now, and I'm not just normal run-of-the-mill arms dealer. I... Uh, Saul was a cousin of mine, but I came down here more so to investigate something he may have got himself wrapped up in. Uh, I guess Sahara was... <laughs> Sahara was just posting things about some sort of job and uh, something to do with new, I don't know, opportunities and availabilities for those who wanted to move down here to Pilates and start again. Uh, as soon as I heard about that, that's when my kind of background kicked in as well I'm, this isn't the only area of expertise I've worked in I, I have and um, I think Sahara is doing something dangerous I think they're definitely working on people and I think that they have moles in more places than either you or I know of so not only out of the gratitude that I feel for you but also I gotten to know you a bit popper and i think you're enough on the up and up to know that i i feel this company poses a threat to both militech's best interests and also your family's best interests as well well if i was still a member of the wall corp family i'd probably i'd probably be deep in shit right now but be that as it may uh i don't know if you watched the the news we kind of we kind of put a lot of eggs in a basket and uh, took quite a beating. Um, we're going to be needing resources soon and I'll worry about where to get recruits, but they're going to need arms and a lot of them. Understood. I will, uh, I'll definitely make sure that things are working out on my end for all of you. If again, I appreciate all everything you, you've done for me I, you could have killed me a long time ago and I, I definitely have a lot of gratitude for that um, I can tell you we can keep this if you want to keep this business venture going as long as you, uh, you keep on looking for information any information that can help myself and yourself I'll keep the best arms I can flowing yes well uh, 
I know you're no magician, but if you happen to find a, figure out a way to make a couple of tanks disappear, I wouldn't be against uh, finding them. I gotta check my records again, but do you know if uh, PCP has any uh, active tanks? I'm pretty sure we had a deal with them a couple of years back. Got them some not-so-new models, but something. If that's the case, then uh, if you guys have any moles that away, we could definitely probably make a couple disappear. I know that they've had some problems recently. I'll, I'll see what I can do. I can't speak to the placement of any undercover agents that we are, may or may not have. Of course. I'm not asking. Just wanted to know if... I, I understand that uh, PCP recently has taken a... A sizable hit to say the least and I'm sure that with the resources that your family has and also the expertise that you have you could definitely exploit that uh, if so and there are any sort of vehicles that you can commandeer without my assistance I will make sure that we get the best weaponry to equip them with sounds reasonable yeah I mean if not I'll do whatever I can to get some uh, light armored vehicles uh, that That'll be a little bit trickier. That's the only reason why I would say I'm passing the ball into your court per se. Because uh, I can definitely get, I can get weaponry up to probably a pretty heavy caliber. Now, as for requisitions for full armored vehicles and transports and such, that would require some sizable, uh, let's say, forged documents. Uh, if it's something along the lines of either a large company or uh, CPC themselves, if we can forge those documents, I can surely get you something. Right. Well, I won't tell you how to do your job, um, as long as you don't tell me how to do mine. Of course. But seriously, about the about this 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 project Cerebrum, I'm just be careful who you who you're talking to. This Wall Wallcorp. Walcorp dabbled with the idea of a more compliant workforce, and uh, I can promise you, if they had anything like the, like what this this uh, scientist at Sahara is claiming they're working with, it'd be a different world out there. Understood. I will. I'll take that to heart. I'll make sure that uh, my current associate group knows about that as well, or well, just to be careful. To say the least. I have a couple individuals I'm working with as well to make sure we requisition the best weaponry. In fact, I'm sorry I haven't been on the you know on the line recently. It's uh been kind of out of the city for a little bit, working on making sure that Militech is bringing the right arms to the right people. Yeah, make sure that make sure that Colm knows knows where you are, where if he can, so he can reach you. Colm does. I, uh, I I definitely left him with some information before I left. Um, fortunately, this is, again, a little covert ops for Militech in itself, so I can't reveal the exact locations. But if there's any need for requisitions, I can do whatever I can out here. Um, and I will make sure that when I get back into the city, those requisitions orders will be lined up ready to go for him. Very good. And again, just uh, before I let you go, I appreciate it. And you know what? I don't say this to too many people, but Popper, I really want you to stay safe out there. Well, don't I always.
I appreciate it again. All right. I hope you uh, good hunting, and I'll I'll converse with you soon. They hang up. Fuck! Saul starts to freak out a little bit as he puts his agent away, like stares at it in disbelief for a moment, and then puts it away, and then looks around. Oh, Libby Raul, Libby Raul, Libra Raul. Oh man. Oh, oh, mom and dad. Claudia kind of floats over and says, uh, that seemed kind of like a troubling call. You want to talk about it? Um, my mom and dad's names were Libby and Raul, but my last name's Owens Jr., and they were Libby and Raul Owens. Um, Raul was my dad's middle name. His first name was Saul. Or at least that's what I told they told me. And uh Claudia, do you remember anything about growing up? Do you remember your past at all? Like do you remember like your childhood? Bits and pieces. Um I remember having parents. Okay. I can't remember their faces. Um I remember going out to get ice cream with them, uh, with my dad. I remember, I remember the smell of the, uh, flowers that my mom always used to put out. Synth flowers, of course, but, you know, they, they can, they can still get the, the, the scent just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to, like, synth flowers, I mean, those are pretty... Okay, they've been around for a while. Did you get, like, synthetic ice cream as well, or was it, like, real stuff? My dad would always say that it was real, but I think he was just pulling my leg, trying to trying to be nice. Do you remember what, like, city you grew up in? Or, like, anywhere like that? I... I don't. Okay. Um, only reason I ask is because... Uh, apparently 150 years ago Biotechnica or Biocorp as it used to be called they were working on human experimentation and expanding expanding lifespans and um, the main scientists who worked on this program died in a mysterious car accident and they just happened to have the same names as my parents only sans the last name and happened to die in the same way my parents did. And then about 24 years ago, Sahara started up with their work, with the the work that was left by Biocorp Biotechnica, and now they're experimenting with something called the Cerebrum Project. And as far as my connection says, it's something to do with force compliance. And that makes me very, very concerned that Sahara has been working with whoever abducted us. And I'm very concerned that we, both of us, have something going on inside of us. She's silent for a spell. um, And then says, well, that all sucks. But, 
at least we have each other. Yeah. And at least we're gonna we're gonna find my find my body and 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 when we do, we can. Well, we can push back, or we can run. Whichever one sort of hits hits me right at the moment. I sh- I would appreciate if we push back, but if you need to get out of there, I get it. Um, shit. But either way, that's that's a lot of stuff to chew on, and I think um, I think we should tell everybody else too. I think Abel and Soifunji should have a right to hear this. Because they're, I mean, they're working for Sahara right now. We don't know if Sahara could have done something with them as well with these chips. I'm uh, pretty concerned about that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I kind of wonder, I mean, nobody's been, been acting weird around you, have they? I don't, not more weird than normally. I mean, so I find she's been kind of like, crazy for a little bit but like it's just normal soy fungi just trying to get the layout and everybody Abel's been able except you know in the car ride up a little bit of a little butt hurt that we weren't talking to talking to her I guess but um yeah I do remember being there for that yeah I know you were there but I mean I don't I haven't seen any weird behaviors coming out of either one of them but uh what about anyone else no i think everybody's been acting okay i know i know soy fungi said something about dr white not helping out but i don't know about that but apparently he has a tie with this shit too so we'll ask him some stuff when we get back into the city and if we need to we'll put the screws to his hands see a very like Saul's actually visibly angry Saul doesn't normally like I think the only other time you've seen him like remotely angry was in the first fight with the um, Kennedys like when shit was going downhill and he didn't really know what he signed up for but uh, uh, this is definitely like a kind of weird emotion being seen on Saul's like normally like kind of just laid back face And Saul will go out and tell everybody else, like, exactly what information he's gotten from Popper. Saul, I don't even know what... What do you mean downloading and uploading consciousness? I thought that was part of the whole chip thing. Anyway, I thought we kind of... But they were talking about creating consciousness, creating identities, making... (sighs) So, like... not test tube kits, but like data kits. I, I, I guess so, but the worst part is that 
this it's called the cerebrum project and it's it once it's downloaded or uploaded into someone's consciousness it is forced compliance we're talking like full-on mental takeover like full-on they fucking say a word and we black out and we don't exist anymore it's somebody else that they had put programmed into us i don't know if that goes away if the chip is removed not to mention, they also have been working on this. Sh- like this shit is also supposed to extend human lifespan and accelerate like healing capacity and all this other shit. It's, they're they're making a fucking army of, like super soldiers, and they could all be just manufactured. And I I have a really fucking scary idea and feeling that we're goddamn guinea pigs for that shit. Wait, so they put a. Backdoor G.I. Joe in my brain? I guess so. I, I don't know why my fucking parents' name was on that shit. We, we were never down... My parents were never down here. We grew... I grew up in Dust City. Well, I mean, a version of you did. I, and probably a version of you grew up here in Pilates. And Soifenshi, probably a version of you grew up with the assassins. But I never died. We don't know. <clears throat> I. We don't know any of this shit. We could have died a billion times over. What if... What if there were times we did die and we were just told that we passed out? Or were knocked out? Or fell asleep? Or like... This could have been happening... I I think this kind of goes back to my fucking freaking out when I was driving up. But... uh, I... I can't get my chip removed then. I need to... We... I need to go through with this dumb fucking idea of a plan... And we need to get, I don't know, I need to get it done at least. And I understand if, if you guys need to bail after this and you need to get that shit pulled out of your head as soon as possible. But I gotta, I have to talk to Dr. White. Yeah, you guys, you guys are all having your, your revelation and your conversation. And um, you, you just, you see Saul, uh, Claudia, um, kind of off, off to the side and uh, she's just got, Tears streaking down her face. Claudia, what, what's up? What's going on? What do you What do you mean? You're crying. And then she like feels her face and then the water, and she's like, "Why am I crying?" Oh, don't say that shit. That's fucking creepy. Oh, guys, Claudia is is crying right now, and she doesn't know why. Probably because she's your backdoor GI Joe. I wonder oh, when no. mine's gonna fucking wake up. Mm. And there's not even enough space up here for me. Shit. I'm glad you have some fucking levity right now. I don't know. I mean, what else am I supposed to feel, Saul? No, that's fair. I'm, I'm not trying to insult you. I, I truly appreciate it. Saul shit's like... I mean, it was already fucked to be in with, and now you're telling me there's like... I don't know. I guess we should have known. I just realized that I don't know how to feel... Or if I feel anything. And now I'm wondering if this is programmed. Well, I mean, Sufanji, this shouldn't be too new for you, because you are, like, 60% programmed badass, so. Maybe this is just a little bit of extra badass for you. I don't know. I feel like I trusted Dr. White. And now, are you saying Dr. White knows everything? He knows something. There was an NDA put out against him, and apparently he broke... Well, he signed an NDA. Apparently he broke it. 
and then um uh he was taken off either taken off of it the the project or there's been nothing since so i think we might have to uh kidnap him and make him talk well this goes back to what i was just saying before uh before we split up that we fake our deaths and then we creep our way back to Pilates and make some noise. Yeah, I just say bump this. I say leave them to do whatever they want to do. Like, fuck this mission. <laughs> Let's go find Dr. White. I feel like that's a good idea, but I don't know how well that will go down with the rest of them because they are just as heavily armed as we are. And I'm not looking to fight everybody. I think. I think well, Abel's idea of making us look like we died in this mission is a much better idea because then at least at least there's some information that's not known by Sahara, we hope. I mean, that means I'm going to release this fucking thing. And means, Saul, you have to either get some mook that looks like you in that ring or uh, figure out a way to kind of not die. But also I'll get in there. We'll dress somebody up like me before we burn the whole fucking place down. Hey, Soifungi, you got a, a, a spare kookery you could get past me? Uh, take it. Do you also need my handgun? No, you, you're all good there. And Saul will kind of like check the edge of it and like cut his palm a little bit and just watch it bleed. All right, let's fucking go. Yeah, let's go dive. All right, let's do this.